What's up, guys, and welcome to the first ever podcast. I, I couldn't be more excited to finally get this thing going. Uh, starting a podcast is something I've kind of thought about doing for a little bit now, and um, kind of what got me into this idea is listening to other podcasts. I've, I've gotten gotten into that a little bit more recently and kind of been been inspired a little bit by some of the guys I've listened to. Um, before I get into it a little bit more, I introduce myself a little bit. My name is Jace, Jace Hutchins, and um, I'm a sophomore at Blinn College, uh, third-year sophomore, technically, I guess, with everything that went on last year with COVID and all that. Um, I know some of y'all probably have dealt with that as well. Um, I'm from College Station, Texas, and yeah, that's that's about it. But um, I want to start this podcast because I've been listening to a, a lot of podcasts within like the baseball community and sports community and stuff like that and listen to a bunch of professional athletes, a bunch of big leaguers talk about their journeys and their path and how they got to where they're at. And I think it's it's awesome and it's it's kind of nostalgic to kind of listen to what they've been through, kind of guys that you watch on TV. It kind of just seems like, you know, that's all you know them for. It's just being big leaguers, but you never get to hear about everything they went to went through to get to where they're at. And the coolest part about it is that no one has the same path. They're all in the same team, same league, same division, whatever it is, but not one person had the same journey to get to the big leagues. And a lot of people are doing podcasts nowadays at that level. Um, some of the ones I've listened to are the the Pitching Ninja. I mean, a lot of people know him from social media and there's other big leaguers. Trevor Bauer has his thing, Cy Young winner. Ross Stripling, someone that I've kind of been around before, which is awesome to listen to his. And I kind of wanted to start something that's more relatable towards kids that are in college or high school and kind of they can write, relate to right now. It's it's cool, obviously, to hear the big leaguers, what they've been through. But at the same time, you kind of want to hear what's going on right now, what people are actually going through at the moment, because that's when you kind of get the real stuff on what people are dealing with um and for us and for me in junior college and from a lot of the people that i'm going to talk to obviously are going to be from blinn early on i hope to be able to talk to some other junior college kids and uh hopefully some d1 kids as well um but yeah that's kind of the purpose of this whole thing is just kind of hear everyone else's path and just kind of put all the paths together and see how maybe it could help you you could relate to some people not relate to others but Kind of also kids that listen to this if they're in high school that could lead them to maybe going the junior college route or going these different routes because you know it could work out for them. But um, so each week I'm gonna or each time I do a podcast actually should say I'm gonna have someone else on and just kind of you know get their story, get get what they've gone through. I'm gonna put my input into as well and just get all these different stories how we've all like. Obviously, the first podcast are going to be blend kids. All these different kids have wound up at the same college, but from different towns and different paths of baseball, if whatever it was, and just kind of see how that comes together. So, the first person I'm going to have on is someone that I that came to school with me um, from the start. We both graduated in 2018. I knew him a little bit before, not much really, but um, we've definitely grown as grown as pretty good friends over the last few years and been roommates and teammates this whole time and um he's just obviously me being I'm a pitcher he's a catcher so we spend a lot of time together and he's someone that everyone kind of 
um, gravitates towards on the field and stuff like that. So with that being said, I'd like to welcome Preston Hoffert to the podcast and just say thanks for joining. What's up, podcast? Um, I'm Preston Hoffert. I'm a COVID sophomore here at Blame with Jace um, and just excited to be here, man. Heck yeah, man. We're excited to have you. So obviously you heard this is the, the first one, so you're getting to kick this thing off a little bit and you kind of heard the idea of what it's, what we're trying to do is just kind of, it's just simple, man. Just kind of talking about the stories, um, a few things I didn't add in. It's kind of also just talking about kind of how everything is from like perspective, things that you go through, it's perspective, it's how you handle it. Um, the difference between like, if you handle something positive, positively or negatively, like just how different those routes can be and how you handle your situations. But before we kind of dive into that stuff, just like what led you to going to blend? Cause I know, like, obviously I know stuff like that and that there was a lot of other options early and a lot of things happened that puts you where you are now. Right. So, um, basically my recruiting process started, um, I would say my junior year in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I had initially committed to Texas A&M Corpus Christi and, um, I was committed for about a year, but like, I'm not going to lie. Like, when I committed my junior year, I kind of got a little complacent, and okay. um, I let my body go a little bit, so I gained a little bit of weight, and um, I actually ended up having a pretty good year that year in high school, and then went into the summer, and was that the year we played in Jupiter? That was the same. We played that fall, though. Yeah, we played, we played a tournament together there. I think that was the first tournament I ever played with you. It was. And then... Um, Anum Corpus actually let me go. The recruiting coordinator, Brett Gibbs, he recruited me. He ended up leaving as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so at that point, I was a senior in high school with no scho- no place to go, no scholarship. Um, and actually, like, Blend was literally my only offer. So from Magnolia, I came here to Blend and then came in as a freshman. Um, really had to earn my spot. There was a couple catchers ahead of me, I would say, when I walked in. Um, worked my ass off and ended up earning the starting spot game one for sure. at Navarro. And Jace was on the mound for that game too. Um, right? Yeah, not yeah. a good one. Well, I didn't start that game, but I was thrown in the fire. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But, right. but yeah, I was. Um, but no, ended up, ended up starting game one. And pretty much started the rest of the, I, I mean, I caught a lot that year. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, no, played the rest of the, played the rest of sophomore year or as much as we could. And then. Had to come back. And, yeah. And so here I am. Yep. And so I would like to add in a little bit because I was, so like he said, kind of first time we ever played together. I mean, I knew of him a little bit, obviously, from other friends or stuff like that because Preston grew up. He was on Banditos. Some of y'all know who they are. Really good tournament team. And he was on the top team. So he was always catching, like, top dogs and stuff like that. Like, he, you know what I mean? Like, he was, you were always around that. But that was my first tournament ever playing with you is in Jupiter. And you had a few schools that were there to watch you. And you were catching the first game of Jupiter. And what happened? Okay, so, um, like Jay said, there... I was, uh, going into Jupiter, I had been talking to Pepperdine, and this is after, this is, okay, this is after 
I had gotten, or yeah, this is after Anum Corpus had let me go. And this is, yeah, that Jupiter tournament. Pepperdine was there to watch. Mm-hmm. And it's the sixth inning of the very first game of the tournament. And Pepperdine was in the stands. Sammy, uh, Fal- Sammy Faltine's on the mound. Yep. He's the shortstop at Texas now. And um, there's an inside fastball. Runners going. I'm catching. Mm-hmm. So, like, naturally I'm bringing my throwing hand up just to, like, throw the runner out. And just a freak accident, man. The ball actually hit the batter's knob. Okay, and then comes down and hits my thumb just on a like just a just a freaky accident, and I and I ended up having to have surgery on that thumb, had to come out of the game. Yep. And literally, Pepperdine committed a catcher in that exact tournament. Yep. And I had a I I had a double that game, and I'm pretty sure I threw somebody out that game. Yes, well. for sure. So, kind of the point of asking that question is, well, first, it's kind of funny the kid that came in to catch the rest of the tournament after that. Alex Lopez, he's now at McLennan um, playing, and we just played him the other day. But the point of me asking that question is you had that commitment to Corpus for a while, right? Right. You got let go for whatever reason it was, whatever it was. Then you had schools looking at you, Pepperdine, really good schools, you know, and you had that happen to you, which it sucks. It does at the time. And it's kind of the way, like, now looking back on it from a different perspective, like, back then it was probably, like, it sucked. Like, there's really no way around it. But let's say you go to Corpus, right? You play at Corpus. Great, that's fine. Or let's say you didn't get hurt and you end up going to Pepperdine. That's awesome. But you would have never ended up at Blinn. And something that hasn't been mentioned yet is now Tex- or Preston is going to Texas to play. So that opportunity would have never presented, presented itself. So... It's kind of, that's just kind of the perspective that you got to look at some things, just like positive, negative. It's, it's, there's all part of a plan, man. And it's not all about right now. Like it doesn't have to happen right now. You got to wait and be patient for the stuff. But another question or next question I want to ask is like when it first happened and you had to go to a junior college, what was your like outlook on it in high school? Cause me personally, like it sucked. I grew up around SEC Big 12. My dad coached at A&M, and I was always around it. And that's what I dreamed of. I feel like that's what – I, I mean, what kid dreams of playing at a junior college? I'm not 15 and want to dr- play at Blood Junior College. I'm sorry. It's just no shot. Like, I'm not going to ever say that. Um, so, like, it, it kind of sucked for a while, but it is what it is. I wasn't good enough, and it's just – it's part of it. Um, and then what's your what was your outlook then, then and what's your outlook now on it? Um – Honestly, when I was, like, a kid, I mean, I feel like every kid growing up dreamed of playing D1, you know? Yeah. But um, as a kid, to be honest, I really didn't even know about junior college. Yeah, me neither. If I'm being 100% honest. I didn't have a clue. And then, um, but my brother actually went to Alvin, um, and that's, like, kind of what got me into junior college baseball and all that. Um, but he was in the, he was in the red shirt class, ended up, uh, tearing up his knee and then transferred out. But my brother actually got me into the whole junior college thing. And then, um, yeah, I ended up getting recruited by, um, coach Tyler Johnson. He's now at McLennan mm-hmm. and, um, had a workout at Blinn and did really good there and then got the offer from Blinn and where i am now so yeah yeah um yeah coach johnson he's at mcclennan now his dad is actually the head coach at oklahoma and he moved out and then we when we first came here we had 
Blake Witter, yeah. who left our second year of the fall, yeah. and Jordan Kopazinski moved in, and we also had Coach Aramo move in. But so we've had some coaches move in and out of here. But so we so your outlook in high school was like cool that I'm going to a junior college like senior year when you committed like were you excited just to be going somewhere or were you kind of like eh um well to be honest like cause we it's, had Jordan Groshans and Adam Clark that's Steve. that's kind of what I was leading towards you your high school had a first rounder and a third rounder on your same class so your best friend and then we had a kid going to play junior college yes which is but yeah it's all about how you look at it but 100% but what's your outlook now cause if you would've never came here right would you have ever got to play at the University of Texas? No, or would exactly you have ever had to even dream about that possibility? No, no, you're exactly right. Like, it's really all about the way you look at it. I mean, like, you're exactly right. Like, I could have been at A&M Corpus. I could have been at Pepperdine. But, mm-hmm. look, like, yeah. all these things happen for a reason. And, mm-hmm. and that's just... And don't get me wrong. It, it sucks at times when we're sitting here on a... After playing a Thursday night game against yeah. Wharton. And we come home and we turn on the TV and... Mississippi State's playing Ole Miss, and we have to watch it yeah. when we just had 15 fans at our games. But it's all part of the process for what we're trying to do. Um, we'll kind of discuss over, like, your years here, like, through the good and bad, how, like, you've stayed, like, so, like, every player has it. Like, they go through a rough patch of playing-wise, or, like, they struggle at the plate, or they struggle on the mound. Like, me personally, like, it sucks, but... Every player, I think, when they are struggling, they kind of have that game or that day or that week that it's just that tipping point where it just, like, it hits you. Like, it sucks, and, like, you kind of just sit there to yourself and you ask yourself a thousand questions. Like, in situations like that, like, if you've had a time like that, if you can talk about a time like that that you visibly remember, vividly remember, sorry, and just like discuss like how you can stay positive in a situation like that or turn it around and look at it a different way. Um, and I, if you want me to answer first, I can. So you can kind of understand what I'm trying to ask. Okay, yeah, go ahead. So like this year personally for me didn't go the way I wanted. And I kind of like searched for things, but there was an outing like a week and a half ago that I really struggled. And I kind of like was at that tipping point. It just was like, you're just, you feel kind of just like lost almost a little bit. Like, you don't understand you tried to change a little bit, but you don't understand like it just seems like nothing's going your way kind of thing. And for some reason it just popped in my head. I was sitting there and I was just like feeling sorry for myself. Um, and then it was just like, you know what? Like you got to turn this, like what's happened this year, what's happened this game, like for the rest of the year and then moving into the summer into next year into a positive. Like I started looking at it as like, if I would have had a perfect year this year, then I wouldn't have ever changed anything. Like I would have never worked on anything different. I would have never grown to become better for the future. Um, so that's kind of started, like I started to do things differently. Like for me, mechanically, I struggle when my, my arm path gets really long. So I started fixing that um, and started to work on that and have a plan for like the future to continue to work on that. So hopefully me doing that, I will be better in the long run instead of the short run. But it kind of goes back for me personally, when I look at, kids that I've grew up with or kids that I know that were the absolute truth when they were sophomores or juniors in high school. And I understand, like, I wish I would have been that guy. It would have been awesome. But with that being said, those guys, they always had success. Um, so they never change because they were content with what they were doing. 
and they never saw any reason to have to do anything different because what they were doing at the time was working but one day it was going to catch up to them like it catches up to most that's the difference between kids that are good and commit to college and then there's those kids that continue to work when they are already good and those are the kids that make it to the big leagues and that's kind of what I've started to look at it as like hey like you still got a lot to work on and like there's a lot of things not everything's gonna be perfect but kind of be thankful for that and kind of try to use those moments and those times to continue to grow instead of just like dwell on it. And like, like I said, just be thankful that you are having a little struggle because that's going to, in the long run, it's going to make you better for it. And that's kind of the question, the point I'm trying to make. So I don't know if you've had a time like that of just like, I feel like I can't hit a beach ball, but. Um, yeah, no, for sure. Like, I mean, I would say that hitting is, I mean, as a hitter, I would say that hitting is probably one of the hardest things to do in sports. Um, so, obviously, I feel like every hitter has their tipping point at some point in time. Um, mine usually comes once a year. <laughs> um, no, I feel that. No, um, usually when I'm just slumping, I like to just hit the cages a lot more yeah. than regular just to kind of get my swing back on track. Usually, I just feel awkward. Yeah. Um, but once I just get back in the cages and rep it out. And, and just kind of try to stay confident. Right, yeah. No matter that's, good that's or all bad. You can. Like, I mean, obviously it's going to be frustrating. Just put it like, yeah. you got to put it behind you and, and just look look at your next AB. You can't, you can't bring it with you or, yeah. or it's never going to get better. Yeah, I definitely think, I agree. And you got you to gotta continue to work, but also you got to continue to be just as positive when you're great and when you're not good. Like, it's really easy. Like anyone can be confident when they're, when they're four for four or five for their last five with two home runs or whatever, when they just threw in six innings with 10 punch outs or whatever, anyone can be confident. I'm no one's worried about that guy. Like the people that are going to be good, the people that like scare you as a competitor are the guys that are confident when they're O for their last 10 and they walk in the box, like they're 10 for their last 10. And I just think that's, that's those, those people are awesome. Like you will look at guys like Juan Soto and, guys like that you would never know if they've hit the ball for the last month just because of how they carry themselves but um so picking up on the situation at texas kind of talk about like what led you towards that uh going to texas and kind of discuss like like the ups and downs of recruiting in junior college and i know you had talked to a lot of people and it kind of just faded away and it sucked for a while but kind of discuss your attitude towards all that and how it led to getting to go to Texas, which is ultimately what you kind of wanted. Okay, so um, as a freshman, I would say that I was getting recruited mostly by um, Rice. Um, and I played through the season there. I, play, I played the whole, the whole year. Um, and then Rice kind of just kept talking and talking and talking with me. And then kind of went into sophomore year. And then once COVID hit, really, like, everything stopped. Also... Like, my sophomore year, I had been talking to Michigan a little bit. Um, a little bit of Texas, too, right? Yeah, and I had been talking to Texas, honestly, Oral since, Roberts. Fresh, since freshman year as well. Yeah, Oral Roberts was one as well. Um, yeah, but Texas was actually their freshman year as well. Yep. So, like, I, I had I had been talking with them from the start. Mm-hmm. But once COVID hit, honestly, like, a little bit, like, shut down for just, just, like, yeah. just, like, just a couple months. And then... Um, you played for the Bombers. Right, played for the Bombers this, this summer. 
or this past summer, and that was honestly really fun. Um, atmosphere was crazy, but um, no, and then and then we started up this year, um, and Jace had actually committed to like a couple a couple of weeks before. Um, so yeah, that was it was crazy. about a month, I think. Yeah, right about a month it should be. Yeah, and then. Honestly, after that, talks started picking up with them as well, and then they offered, and they offered a preferred walk-on, and I was just, like, just really honestly excited, and yep. talked talk to my parents, and they were, they were overwhelmed. And yep. I think, that's, I think that's honestly one of the best things about junior college and going to junior college is just, like, once you finally get that, that, that offer that you want, whatever it is, honestly it just it's so much sweeter as a as a kid because you you don't take it for granted really because you know like I said like all my 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 two main roommates one of them's gone Kyle but Preston Hoffer and Wesley like we've always been sitting around watching other games watching other players going to other games going to the Minute Maid Classic going to do this and that and it it's cool and all but like you want to be there like you want to be playing on that field so high school kids like Yes, most some of them they love it. It's awesome, and I get it. But once you get to this junior college, you kind of been through no one caring about the games, no one coming, no one doing this or that, the coaching and stuff like that. Um, you kind of you kind of just really get excited, and you don't take anything for granted. So I kind of wanted to ask this. I'm kind of ask this question to everyone that I talk to, just kind of see like. I know your goal is like you, you wanted to go to college. You wanted to get a degree. Your goal isn't to play in the major leagues. Like it isn't. So what's your, what's your dream? Like, what, what do you want to do afterwards? I, I mean, I know you want to be rich like um, a lot of people, but yeah, no. Um, the main thing is I want to own my own successful business. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jace always makes fun of me for not knowing what I, what I want to do, but well, that's only cause he says he's going to make a hundred million dollars, but he has no idea how Well, so. it's going to happen. First <laughs> off, second off, um, First off, you can look back on this podcast. This is a good benchmark. <laughs> we can look back on this and 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 when I have a hundred mil, and but I can show in Jason's face. But honestly, I want to own my own business. Mm-hmm. Um, that's number one. Like, okay. It, honestly, my dad has been a really good role model, um, and just seeing him run his own business and work really hard to do that has inspired me. And yeah, I want to run my own business. Um, and get rich and be able to support my family and yeah get a get the degree at Texas of course so with that being said I know you don't really know what you want to do exactly but you have an idea on what you want to work for but how has like baseball or sports kind of helped a little bit with your like mindset when it comes to that kind of stuff right Um, well first off I wouldn't be anywhere close to Texas without working hard and being able to get back in shape as well as I am and I am now. Okay. Um, and all that goes to just really my work ethic and just working hard in the gym, mm-hmm. putting the reps in, putting the time in because not many people are going to be able to go to those places without doing that. So, nope. so the question that I'm for sure going to ask everyone, because I just kind of want to see from now you've been to college a little bit, you've been coached by a lot of different people. Um, you've had conversations like we talk about all the time is like the results oriented thing. Like that's one of my big things saying, especially for younger kids. But so if you end up having a kid that wants to play sports, mainly a, let's say a guy who plays baseball, like what are some things that you are going to do differently or the same that your parents like differently in the same that your parents did? 
Is there anything that you would do differently with like the way that you train your kid? I mean, obviously not train your kid, but like, are you going to be the yeller? Are you going to be the screamer? Are you going to be the guy that just kind of lets him do his thing, have fun guy? Like what's kind of your idea when it comes to that? I'm, I personally will not be the yeller screamer type of dad. Like I'm just off to the side, like Mm -hmm. do your own thing to a certain age. So at a certain point, like, there needs to be like a competitive like attitude spirit towards the game, or or whatever sport that he or she's involved in. Like yeah. Um, but no, like at a certain point in time, there needs to be a competitive edge at like the kids showing. So. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's that's basically it. But yeah, I think that's kind of what we want to do for these podcasts is just kind of. One, discuss the path for different people and their story and where they're at and where they were. Um, but also just talk about how when you look at this kind of things, and Preston's a great example. He's He was basically, he was committed to one school. He was talking to another, ended up here at Blinn, was talking to people for a while, and then they kept drizzling off. But at the end of the day, it all worked out because he's getting to go to the University of Texas and you know, he already has a house up there and stuff like that. And it just, it just all depends on the, the way you look at everything The you can either have that positive or negative outlook. And if he would have had a negative outlook on everything the whole time, then I promise you things wouldn't have uh, worked out the way they did. But, um, well, Preston, we appreciate you have or having you for the first one and Thanks for having me. can't wait to do the next one, man. Appreciate it. All right. Sure. Thanks guys.